Today in the pod, it's all things Papa. What is it and why we need a little bit more of it in our lives? And in a dramatic twist in pod events, Mel explains Ayurveda through the lens of the greatest 90s love story. But before we get started, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Cougars and Coladas and check us out on the internet at cougarsandcoladas.com. Finally, send us an email at roar, that's R-A-W-R, at cougarsandcoladas.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Here we are again. Welcome to Cougars and Coladas. Welcome back. I'm Mel. What's going on? Just hanging. We're just hanging in my apartment that, as we have stated, is just full of things that I've put down as soon as I walk in. Yeah, I I think I embody that when I walk into your apartment, too. Actually, (laughs) I'm kind of like that anyway. I've realized that so in my new apartment you walk in and there's like a big closet where one would generally put their coats however I'm more of a like walk in and hang it up on the back of a kitchen chair kind of girl even though like I'm wearing the coat longer than I need to in the home and I was gathering myself to go to yoga this morning and I think all of the coats with the exception of my winter parka is currently on the back of one kitchen chair in my apartment (laughs) (laughs) Um, there are a couple scarves there too I don't know why I do this I do this when I go to my parents too and my mom is like the little elf that like always takes my jacket and hangs it up (laughs) and then I can never find it and it's and a process like, and I was ah, like, where's my jacket elf <laughs> I know and I was like in the closet where it belongs and I'm like that's why I can't fucking find it <laughs> like it gets me every time how's your week been my week has been fine I have had a pretty low-key week last weekend I like basically did absolutely nothing which I haven't done in a really, really long time, and it felt really good. The weather was also kind of crappy, mm, yeah, which helped. Gross out like yesterday. made me made me want to stay in because, as we've talked about before, I'm like a person that generally can't sit still, right? Um, but I just like really needed a weekend of just like sitting on the couch and reading and not doing anything and like going to the store and like coming home and cooking. And I was like, oh, this is nice to not have every minute of my day scheduled so it kind of carried into the week too I Dave was on um a business trip so they I had the apartment to myself so I like went to bed at 9 p.m and I was like this is the life Ugh, I love those 9 p.m bed days I'll tell you last night I actually fell asleep Uh, I slept the entire night on the couch because it was so hot in here and my heat was on like right next to my bed and I was like I can't live like this (laughs) you can your heat stays on you can control it like I obviously have like a radiator that has like a valve but what happened was the the knob that controls the valve was not attached correctly so when I was turning the knob it just like wasn't actually turning the valve so I I realized this yesterday when it was like too late and I was too tired and I was like I'll just fix it in the morning so this morning I took it apart and put it back together and now it's fine you know it's not that hot in here I did have all the windows open so so that's a little you know fun project that I took on this morning at, at 6 a.m. Because, I woke up. because I so earlier this week I know it was really warm in New York this week but I'm always cold and I even I always sleep in like a hoodie and pants 
Sometimes it's just a long sleeve shirt and pants. I don't know. And I usually have the hoodie on. I'm like, I'm like prepared for the elements. I don't know how you do that. I don't know either. I can't sleep with any clothing on. If there's like a, if there's like a tank top, I'm like, God, it's choking me. (laughs) I like, no, I'm dressed for the elements and I was cold in the apartment and I couldn't turn the heat on. And I was like, why can't I turn the heat on? <laughs> like the air conditioning worked, the vents worked, but you go to turn the heat on and it, and it didn't work. And I was like, Dave, I think the heat's broken. And he was like, Laura, how hot is it outside? And I was like, I don't know. It was like in the 60s during the day. And he's like, it's probably not cold enough at night for like the building to like, they probably turn the heat off. Yeah. I think it has to be like 40 degrees or something. Yeah. I was like, what, what is this business? So I like put my like Santa socks on and my like in DC, like, I mean, we, we paid for heat. So like, we just generally kept it around like 68 degrees, which Mm. when you're like me and you're freezing all the time, it's not very warm. Yeah. So I would like, I'm used to, you know, dressing appropriately to sleep. Um, but I was like, I didn't think I was going to have to do that here. <laughs> every time, I, every other time I'm in New York, it's like 700 degrees at all times. But anyway, that's my that's life. Fine. How's yours? My life is fine. You know, hanging out. I'm finally back to my uh, pre-pneumonia workout routine, Woo-hoo! which I am super excited about. That was pneumonia was it's what now the beginning of November. I had pneumonia in the beginning of August. Yeah, it was some summer October. Yeah, it was like a like a three three month recovery period. Cool. Pneumonia um, is like you know not something to mess around with. Yeah, it's not really. And you know we've mentioned before my my aversion to slowing down and taking care of myself. So this is a nice long recovery period. But I feel like I'm finally back in the swing of things. Good. That yeah. makes one of us. And um, I started. I took up ballroom dancing past couple of weeks so that I love that you're doing that yeah I mean that's been my new cardio now because I really really hate doing cardio when I why did you choose ballroom dancing I chose ballroom dancing because well anybody who knows me out there already knows this but maybe we have some listeners who don't know me maybe (laughs) but I was uh on family members oh my goodness (laughs) Speaking of, I checked our I checked our email address today, rar at cougarsandgalatas.com. Carol signed up. Just for, oh, I'm so glad. We need to put out a newsletter. But uh, I checked it just to be like, hmm, I haven't checked this email address in a couple of months. Let's see if anybody, if any baby cougs emailed us their questions. Nope. <laughs> Didn't think so. We're All, not pushing that too hard, though. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like our own doing. Yeah. Email us questions. Add us to or, the, add that to the marketing plan. Yeah. Email us questions or email us like anything. Ideas. Good gifs. GIFs. We're always a fan of good gifs. Oh, you Is it a, GIF or GIF? I say GIF. I say GIF, I think. I don't yeah. know. I never speak the word out loud. Mom's so. like, you choose GIF. GIF <laughs> <laughs> is also like not peanut butter. It's like a peanut spread, which I <laughs> listen to. Quote, spe- oh, no, there's a, so I li- was listening to this podcast all about like policy and regulation because I'm a nerd and I'm into that stuff. And there was like a several year long like regulatory fight about what could be considered peanut butter and what had to be considered like a peanut spread Mm. because of all of the shit that like 
Skippy and Jiv and like Peter Peter Pan were like putting in to the peanut butter or all what they were calling peanut yeah like all of the hydrogenated oils and all of that stuff so and they were fighting like the lobby groups kept fighting with the government on like what percentage of the product had to contain peanuts yeah in order for it to be called peanut butter it was fascinating so if it says peanut spread, it's like mostly full of shit. So what uh, what percentage does it have to be in order to be considered peanut butter? I forget because I remember they were saying I think it's like ninety eight percent or oh, something. Okay, it's like good. it's high, but they I thought wanted it was going to be, be a lot lower. I thought it was going to be something terrifying, like fifty one percent. No, I, like, oh, I think God. that's what <laughs> I think that's what some of the companies wanted because it's yeah. cheaper to just put fillers in. Oh yeah, for sure. Food, even though peanuts are cheap, but. Um, I don't know. It was fascinating. I think it was on, I think it was the Sarah Cliff's The Impact. I think that's what it was. I don't remember though. It might've been a different one, but I don't know. It was fascinating. I was like, I'm never going to look at peanut butter mm. the same way again. I don't really eat peanut butter anymore, but yeah, I don't really either. I'm, 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 on, the sun bu- I'm on the sun butter train mm. and the almond butter. Sun butter is almond butter? No, sun butter is sunflower seeds. So it's oh. like the texture mimics peanut butter. Oh yeah. Somebody told me about that. Somebody was like a kid with a peanut allergy or something. Yeah. And um, it's like one of the only things that I think, I think that like kids can even take that into school because a lot of schools, like you can't even have any sort of nuts. Yeah. yeah Fun facts. Yeah. What were we talking about? I have no idea. Ballroom dancing. Yes. Um. So yes, I took a ballroom dancing. And the reason is because for a very long time, I was a dancer in various forms and when I retired several years ago, <laughs> I haven't really danced since. And I was like my uncle ballroom dances and is like really into it and like competes. My parents used to take ballroom dancing lessons, like weirdly kind of runs in my family. And I was like, hey, I feel like moving and taking up space. Like I'm way too old for ballet anymore. Like that shit is just a joke at this point. Yeah. So I was like, hey, let me try this uh ballroom dancing thing and now i just have like a great time for 45 minutes every week with wine who speaks no english <laughs> you, you don't need to not know english you don't need to speak english you yeah just that's need right to... we we speak the dance yeah <laughs> yeah it's not that he speaks no english he just doesn't really speak great english so um but it's a lot of fun so far so Good. that's uh i'm on week two of it so i'm Love really it. enjoying it so that's a good, uh, a fun, fun way to start our weeks. Um, yeah. Should we introduce our new segment? Yeah. So Mel's got a, came, was the brainchild behind this one. Uh, well, it was so really a joint effort. A joint effort. <laughs> Between me and my coworker. <laughs> my colleagues here in the room. My, my colleagues. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't you, why don't you tell us more about your, your future? Okay. Academy. Well, Academy Award winner. So, First, let's uh, let's introduce the segment with that we're calling Ayurvedic Storytime. And so Ayurvedic Storytime is a good way for us to refresh all of you baby coogs on the doshas and what the characteristics of each dosha are rather than, you know, going through it and preaching or lecturing every week or every however often we do this podcast, um, we decided that it would be fun to tell a story, either one that we made up or one that's known through the lenses of the doshas. Doesn't that sound like fun, Laura? I think this is a great way because people are like, whenever I talk to people about the podcast, they're like, I listen to it. I love it. 
I am not the ones that you and Mel talk about, but I don't remember what any of them are. And I'm right. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. So we decided to give this story time a shot and we would love feedback on the stories that we tell. So we're going to start with a, a timeless classic today of Titanic. the Titanic. I wish we had some like background music. Just like Celine Dion. <laughs> while you while you tell Laura the story, will look for some background music. I'm gonna okay. So we're on the Titanic. Dun, All dun, right, dun. the Titanic is sinking because your Pitta insisted that there was no iceberg, and then your Vata overthought the situation, spazzed out, decided to turn at the last minute. Your Kafa was just kind of chilling in its room, heard all the commotion, and decided to come out and see what's going on. So the boat is sinking. Vata's like, shit, this is bad. Gets on a lifeboat without regard for Pitta or Kaffa. Pitta is trying to take control of the situation, coordinate the crowds, get everyone into lifeboats before they all drown or just, you know, generally freak out and jump off the side of the boat. Kaffa goes to Pitta and is like, dude, we got to go. And Pitta goes, nah, man, I got to finish this first. And Pitta's like, okay, okay, once we're done with this, we'll get off the boat. So cut to the ship sinking and the boat has split in half and is going down. There are, (laughs) there there are, I'm trying to find the sinking song. Okay. So it's the same. It's all just Celine Dion. My heart will go on over and over again. No, we're building panic. Oh, we're building panic. Okay. So cut to the scene where the ship is sinking the boat has split in half and it's going down there are no more lifeboats kafa is like dude we have to go now or we're gonna die and pitta's like fine let's get off the boat so everyone is in the water flailing around wildly vata is off rescued because that's what logic gets you kafa finds this piece of driftwood and is like get on this piece of wood and pitta's like nah man i got it i'll stay in the water and Kafa's like, get on the fucking wood. And Pitta's like, there's no room for me. I'll be fine. I'm stronger than this freezing water. Like, don't worry go, about it. I'll never let go. Cut to the end. Kafa is convalescing in the rescue boat of antibiotics and chicken soup. And Pitta is lost to the icy waters of whatever it was you were supposed to pay attention to. <laughs> the end of the Titanic in Ayurvedic story time. Wow. What do you think of that story, Lo? <laughs> Astounding, wonderful girl. Woman that I've ever known. I'm not an idiot. I know how the world works. Love me some Leo. Uh, best love story ever. Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. That was a good. That was a good roller coaster. I felt all of the all of the emotions. I think it's a really great way to depict the the doshas because it is more than just kind of like an explanation. Yeah. Although I have to say, I wasn't really listening to what you were saying because I was. I know you were very busy trying to make sure our soundtrack was right. I know. Um, I should have planned ahead for that, but I have heard the story before, and I think it is spot on. I'll never let go. Yeah. So we're. So great. 
used to obsessively watch the Titanic movie. I had it on VHS. I made my mom take me to see it twice when I was in third grade. I went to see the, um, in 2012, because it was the 100th anniversary of the sinking, they Mm -hmm. put out a a special like IMAX version of Titanic, and I went to see it in Union Square with Brody. (laughs) Of course, (laughs) I was going to say. So that was our first edition of Ayurvedic Storytime. And uh, shoot us an email or Instagram us. Let us know what you think. We think it, it was pretty fun. Yeah. We hope it's helpful. Yeah. That's actually a good story because it showcases Kafa's strengths, um, which are nurturing and logic and very grounded calm, which is our main topic for this week is our Kafa. I've been feeling or I feel like I've been channeling more of the kapha recently, mostly because I haven't been running. So I've been forced to sit down a little bit more and work out a little bit less, which is challenging, but also quite nice. Yeah. And it's it's good for you, too, because kapha is, you know, obviously everything is balanced. You know, if you're going to be like a crazy pitavata like I am or a crazy vata pitta like Laura is, you do I have to, offense to balance out. I mean, we'll talk about that <laughs> offline. <laughs> Just throw an office jargon into the pod now. Let's take this offline. We'll, we'll circle later. back later. Schedule a one-on-one. Yeah. You, so you need to, you do need to balance out all of those really high energies with a more grounding and calming energy. And, you know, a lot of the times, uh, you know, a lot of the times that you need to do that if you're a very if you're a very vata or a very pitta person you can forget that what you need is to chill out even though you're generally probably drawn to the higher energy schedule packed type lifestyle right or exercises like we are yeah i have dave is definitely kapha dominant or mm-hmm. he's got a lot more kapha in him than i do which is kind of nice to like have that balance <laughs> yeah or that reminder that you know slowing down is okay and it's not that i don't like to slow down i just feel better when i'm like moving around a little bit more yeah it's also part of it is like you don't really think of it necessarily yeah for me it's always Leading up to this week, I've had a lot of stuff going on. Like, I've been super busy every single day after work. Uh, last weekend, I was at a wedding and then super busy this week also. And I feel like this is the the first weekend in a while that I've been able to, like, you know, like you were saying before, to just kind of hang out in the apartment. I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Just waking up and putting together my radiator <laughs> before I go to Pilates this morning. <laughs> Pilates, Pilates. My phone always autocorrects Pilates so that it's all caps. So I'm always yelling Pilates at everyone. Pilates. What did my phone autocorrect yesterday? That was funny. Oh, it autocorrected Vada to cats. And I fucking hate cats, and I'm very allergic to them. Laura texted me and said, "My my cats is out of control, running around like a chicken with my head cut off." I really meant my vata was out of control. I was it was like three o'clock and I hadn't had lunch yet and I was like ah. <laughs> What's your favorite kapha activity that you've been engaging in the last few days? A kapha activity. I know we've talked about this before, 
but my in the morning when I get up and I do my morning routine what I've been doing since I don't live in an apartment that like the door exits to the outside and I like don't have a like a stoop to sit on like Mm -hmm. I did in DC what I'll do is I'll like sit down with my coffee and I will read in the morning before I decide to either like do some yoga or go to the gym or something and so instead of even though I like I guess it was a coffee activity when I was in DC too but it's more of like sitting and staring at the world and like I guess reading right that's been that's been a good one that's a good one I've been walking a lot too I don't know if that's necessarily kapha, but to no. me it is because it's not running. It's yeah. Slower. Well, you and your running. I think yeah. my favorite kapha activity that I've been doing lately and trying to do more of is first off, I've gotten really into audiobooks in the last few weeks. And I really enjoy just coming home, whatever I'm going to eat, I'm either making it or I've bought it or whatever, and just sitting down and like listening to an audiobook while I'm reading and just hanging out. You're reading and listening to an audiobook while I'm eating. And oh, I thought not you said reading. reading. And I was like, please explain. <laughs> I probably how you said can do this. I probably said reading, but I meant eating. Okay. I do that with podcasts, but I've kind of I'm at the point where I'm kind of like sick of all my podcasts because the running ones make me depressed even though I love them I can't listen to the political ones anymore like I'm gonna vote Oof, on Tuesday yeah. some of the health ones I listen to I'm just like not super into the topics and I'm like I need something that's like not as serious to listen to yeah I know that's actually why I like my favorite murder oh, well, yeah. shout out to my favorite murder because it's completely has nothing to do with anything yeah except for murders but I was like home alone this week and I was like, I feel like Halloween, creepy murders, maybe this won't help me sleep. Mm. I've actually been really enjoying the creepy murders lately. <laughs> what does that say about you, Mel? I, I mean, does it say anything that we wouldn't have said about me already? Probably not. Yeah. See? Well, just a different <laughs> lens. Yeah, that's true. Laura likes drinking coffee and reading. I like sitting around and listening to true crime books. So those are nice kapha activities. And it's not like you're just laying around. I feel like when a lot of people think of kapha, they think of like just laying around and like binge eating and binge watching Netflix. And which just is, being lazy. Yeah, yeah, which is not the case. I mean, you can do like I do that at least once a week. And I think it's actually good also yeah. to as long as you're not doing it every day. That's the thing with kapha is like if you get into a rut, it's very difficult to come out of it if you're and that's a, an example of your kapha being being out of balance and being too high, where yeah. if you're really just every single night just Netflixing and binge eating for like two weeks and it's like, OK, well, you know, now Something's it's time to change. yeah, now it's time to kickstart with like some pitta or some vata energy. So it's something to think about for sure. And I think that in the society that we live in, especially in New York also, there's, and we talked about this a little bit last time, there's always a pressure to be doing a lot of things, doing like something all the time. And like our generation, I think, has an obsession with being productive, whether it's like a work project or like a personal project or Mm -hmm. like, oh, let's go do this. Let's go do that. And the value of chilling is really has really sort of been overlooked. Yeah. I think where I get a little bit hung up on it is I have a hard time, I guess, like looking at my week as like a whole now. I don't know why, just Mm because I'm like kind of paying attention or not paying attention. But where I'm like, 
okay if i didn't really do any physical activity for like two days is that like too much kapha like i have a hard time finding that good balance of it where i'm like am i in a rut because some days i don't feel like doing anything and i'm like is this a rut or is this me just like needing to chill out a little bit more yeah with that i think it really generally i feel like listen to your body and if your body is like i don't really want to do anything then don't do anything i always feel i feel i can trust my body on things like that where sometimes i'll have been running around a lot my body's like we need to like lay down and watch sabrina on netflix yeah which i did last week oh, my mom's really into and that. it was i, I am super into it but then there are other times where like i've been you know maybe there's a couple of days in a row when i've been like sitting and listening to my audiobooks or sitting and watching netflix and then you know the next day because i'm sitting at work and i really feel like i need to like move like i have yeah. to go like my, i need to stretch i need to get on like a medieval torture rack like literally anything just to like yeah. take up more space yeah um which was part of the ballroom dancing thing also it's yeah. like i feel like everything is so cramped here i need to like spread, spread out a little out. bit more yeah, no, I definitely feel that. I used to like whenever I would get stressed, I needed to feel like I was in a room where if I, I if I just stretched my arms out all the way to the side, if my arms kept growing, that I like wouldn't touch anything. Yeah, I, like haven't felt that way in a while, but um, I can definitely relate to that. And I did that this morning too. Like I had signed up for this weights class um, at a gym like around the corner, and my knee has been bothering me, and it was really hurting me yesterday. So I was like a little afraid to. I was like, if I go to this class and they make me do a lot of squats, like I'm just going to get upset that I can't do that. Right. Um, and I've done like, I did a couple days of weights this week, which is like not super like me either. Um, so I went to yoga instead and it was delightful. It was a little too hot in the room. There was a hot class in there before us, but mm. it was really nice. The sequences were really different. Um, and the instructor was like, just, he was like kind of out there and woo woo, but like in a way that I was like, yes. Where did you take yoga? I went to New York Loves Yoga. It's on 83rd in Amsterdam. Oh, that's right. That's the same place you've been going to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like it there because it's cozy. The And the instructors, I've taken a couple of different instructors, but they're all really good. Like, they're all kind of like woo-woo in their own way, but they're mm-hmm. all very inviting and very knowledgeable. Yeah. And they all have like a good sense of humor, which I appreciate too. Yeah. Nobody likes it when you take it too seriously. Yeah. So I've like, I really, I really enjoy that studio. And it, it just seems like there's a studio in DC that I went to called Yoga Heights that was also around the corner from my apartment. And it yeah. was like, I get emails from them. Oh from yeah. That one you, time that we went. that one class. Yeah. I don't know. I just like, I liked their classes. They definitely weren't like the best yoga classes that I've ever taken, but I always really enjoyed them. And I really enjoyed the instructors and I, um, two women own the business and like they lived in the neighborhood so it was just like a good vibe all around like Mm -hmm. I just really enjoyed it yeah um and I was afraid that I wasn't gonna have something similar when I moved here but yeah I haven't like bonded with the instructors or anything but I do um, like the vibe enjoyed the classes and the vibe was really chill over the past year like interests have changed like big life changes have happened and Mm -hmm. like I want to take on new things but having a hard time letting go of certain things that I used to do and just realizing like what I have space for and what I want to have space for because I used to and I still technically could I guess volunteer for this 
organization called the crisis tax line and love it i loved it and i love the organization like so so much it's a it's basically what's in the name it's Mm -hmm. a it's a text line that anybody with any issue can text in if they're like stressed out or having a moment in crisis and i'm on the other end on the computer responding and i did really enjoy it but first the time obligation was a lot and then i don't know with like doing being in a long distance relationship and having a long commute and Mm -hmm. just like not being around it it was really hard to get in the mindset of being able to hold that emotional space for other people right um but I always really really loved it when I did it and now it's kind of like I forget that that's something that I can fall back on Mm -hmm. and do but I think in the last year like I was just not in a great headspace and it's like I don't want to hurt these people so it's like that's something Mm -hmm. that I'm like do I want to go back to that have I like moved on from that like what how is it that I want to kind of be involved in that or like other and I've also been looking for like other things to do so I'm not just like coming I like to come home and cook every night but like I feel like I need something more and I don't know what that outlet necessarily is yeah and with stuff like that I mean you you mentioned holding the emotional space for other people yeah which is a really interesting thing to look at and an interesting thing to bring up while we're talking about kapha because that's actually a one of kapha's best qualities I think is the ability to to nurture and to care so deeply for other people. Right. And the danger in that is holding so much emotional space for other people that you forget to nurture yourself the same way that you, that you nurture other people. You know, it's, I'm not saying that uh, pittas or vatas are are necessarily great at that either. I know I'm not super good at that also I mean similar with yoga like I was putting this time aside to like teach other people and to help other people and then I when I realized that I just didn't have enough time to dedicate to it I just I felt like I was shortchanging other people right but anyway back to the back to the kapha thing I think it's it's really important to find those things that are are meaningful to you yeah and and create space and create time for those things so that you can maintain your mental balance as well as your physical balance. Yeah. That's kind of why I've always been like a lover of planners. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't really been using one just because it's like at work I have Outlook and then like I can just keep my personal things straight. But you turned me onto the passion planner. But I haven't bought one because the color that I want it in is only <laughs> available in January. And to me, having the color of the planner be something that I enjoy will make <laughs> me use it, which sounds really silly. But it's like I used to before like a semester in college or grad school, like I'd always get the, the planners that had like all of the time slots. Uh, and I would The s- planners, which always was like, <sighs> ask my mother. She would like when I would go out looking for a planner, she'd be like, all right, I'll see you in three days. And like, <laughs> like, because I like my planners to be in a certain way, but I always like Laura's planner searches are, epic. you know, they're beyond Epic. I'm searching for the correct word, but it's like, it was it's like marathon an odyssey. Before I started running. The yeah. <laughs> it's, you could write a, an Epic poem about all of Laura's yeah. planner because criteria. I like it when the, when the month, like the monthly calendar is before 
the day or the weekly calendar. And I don't like when they're in separate parts of the planner. Mm-hmm. It's a whole to do. Anyway, so I used to like sit with my highlighter and be like, here's my class schedule. And I would literally physically block out the hours that I would be in that class so I could see what my plan was like for that day and where I could fit things in. And I feel like I need to, if I started doing that again and, but like really actually like dedicating myself to it, that that would help me create the space. I just like, I'm using the excuse of not having the perfect planner. Right. And that's actually kind of the reason that I got the passion planner too. I was like, I need to figure out what times I actually have free, like what time I want to dedicate to myself and the things that I'm interested in and X, Y, and Z. And I do feel like now that I have the passion planner, I'm getting better at doing that. It's definitely not like an overnight thing, but I'm right. I'm working on it. I just really want the bright red one. Because I ha- everything I have is black. I don't want the black one. Mm-hmm. I don't want the one that you have. And then the other one is like brown and I don't want that. But a bright red planner. Yeah, that'd be I cool. I could get on board on with that. And I guess the website did have like printable PDFs. So maybe I could like do that. Oh, yeah. Do a little um pre-passion planning, planning planner planning. Please. <laughs> Say that five times fast. I don't even know what you just said. I don't think oh, I know either. Not That's English. It's hard. What's in your colada this week, Mel? What is in my colada this week? I am really into this book that I just got. It was recently released. I actually Amazon pre-ordered it because I was so excited about it. Um, And it's called How to Be Successful Without Hurting Men's Feelings, Non-Threatening Leadership Strategies for Women by Sarah Cooper. And it's hilarious. There are a lot of sections on a lot of different things, like how to come across as great but not so great that you're cocky in job interviews, Um, how to be authentic versus being honest, Um, (laughs) and uh, how to display the real you without demonstrating the real you to colleagues and other men. And uh, then there's also this harassment survival kit that I would like to read a couple of a couple of excerpts from. So uh, this harassment survival kit is a cheat sheet of responses to keep handy for the everyday physical harassment that you might experience. So let's go with a a knee squeeze. Always one of my favorites. (laughs) If someone squeezes your knee, remember you have another meeting right now and just get out of there. (laughs) My favorite's the lower back touch. Oh yeah, let's see what we got here. We got a waist grab. Okay. If someone grabs your waist, contort your body away from the hand while pretending to show your coworker a new dance move. <laughs> Look what I learned in ballroom dancing this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, the other one that I like is, you know, this just applies to me in general. I don't like unexpected neck and shoulder massages. Like sometimes. Oh, I really hate when people touch my Yeah. Neck. Like sometimes when you get your nails done and then the woman is like trying to massage you and I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm always like, eh, no thanks. Like it's nothing against them. I just, I just don't love it if I'm not prepared for it. So, uh, you know, and then there are those guys at work. I mean, I actually have never had experience with this, but I know that people have. It's kind of a cliche at this point. They'll like come up behind you and like give, like rub your shoulders for no reason at all. So that's what this one is. It's neck and shoulders. Uh, unwanted neck or shoulder massage. Simply cringe your shoulders upward and lean away from the unwanted massage while saying you just got a massage last weekend. <laughs> those are just a, a few tips from Sarah Cooper on 
how to be successful without hurting men's feelings. Love it. Um, And yeah, she's got some really great stuff in this book. Cool. Yeah. Laura, what's in your colada this week? And my colada is acupuncture. I started going back to acupuncture because my skin was freaking out and also because like New York City scares me and stresses me out. So I needed some zen in my life. Um big fan love getting poked on a weekly basis love having like a, a little zen place to go yeah so it's I'm been a big good. fan of acupuncture I love it. are you going every week right now I am so the um practice I'm going to is like you can get a five pack intro pack for and it's like 35% off if you mm. bought it like individually so I just bought the five pack so I'll, I went to the second one last night uh, but they have really good, like their prices are pretty good if you wanted to go as like a one-off. Yeah. And they do like cupping and facials and all of this Ooh, other stuff. I always stuff. wanted to try cupping. Me too. I was watching people. I like didn't, I usually pass out in acupuncture and I had like a good nap yesterday, but I was awake for a little bit before she came to like take the needles out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it's community acupuncture, you're not in a private room. Um, so I was actually in like a reclining chair that looked at the uh, some of the beds that they had. Mm. And the guy across from me was like getting cupping done. And I was like creepily watching it without moving. He was kind of to my right, but I like couldn't move because I had like needles in places and I didn't <laughs> want to like disrupt them. So I'm like... I felt like the um, like the creepy Halloween clocks where the eyes just move and like follow you around. And I was like, oh, what's going on over there? But I kind of want to see. Can you only do cupping on your back? I've seen it done on like your shoulders, too. But I think it has to be like a pretty large muscle. Right. Because I kind of like I, want, I meant to ask her yesterday, but she was like really busy. So I'm going to mm-hmm. ask when I go back next time. I'm, I want to see if she can do like cupping on my leg. Like on your quads? Yeah. I think that probably would work. I mean. Because of my knee thing. I feel like if they muscles. could like. Because it's basically sustained massage. So mm-hmm. I'm like if they could like sustainly massage my quads. I feel like yeah. that would help me a lot. Because in New York cool. dry needling is. Which is my physical therapist in DC used to do it. But it's a really great way to loosen up really tight muscles. And get knots out. It's painful but amazing at the same time. Mm-hmm. They basically just like stick a needle in the knot. And like poke it for a little yeah. bit um and it was great and I feel like you recover so much faster but in New York it's physical therapists can't do it mm. um oh, really something That's about the acupuncture lobby saying that, that PT shouldn't like break the skin or something but I don't know if physical therapy if acupuncturists in New York do it so acupuncture is in my colada maybe cupping will be in my colada next time we'll see yeah maybe maybe we'll uh, record a session doing community cupping together yeah that sounds weird <laughs> that sounds awful <laughs> when people are lighting fire and putting little bowls on your back yeah no hard pass uh, that's a wrap all right baby coogs <laughs> see you next time don't tweet at us never tweet at us instagram us follow us on instagram at cougars and coladas visit us at cougars and yeah, and send us an email. Roar. R-A-W-R at Cougars and Coladas. You say roar. I say roar. 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 <laughs> email us at roar at cougarsandcoladas.com. We'll have to perfect that noise. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.